outside, but baby, there's blood outside. The world will have to miss it. Is that what every intro's gonna be now? Baby, it's blank outside. Baby, there's balloons outside. Uh, Baby, there's feet outside. Unless we do somnophilia. Yes. Yes. That one every week. What is the the proper name for this fetish? Um, Sanguifilia. Something like that. Hemetophilia. There's blood play, blood fetish. You've been on my mind, girl. I want your blood. Okay. Yeah. I want to drink your blood. My Damn name. it, that was not even very good. I want to drink your blood. <laughs> I give it a C. I grew up in Romania. I should be able to do a was a, Dracula. That was a Count Wait, Chocula. <laughs> I lived in Romania for a while. Oh, uh, okay. In Bucharest. Not near the not near the Transylvanian Alps. Did like oh. did your like great uncle pass away and leave you a haunted mansion that you had to stay in for a year? Or a nutcracker. And no. you found out there was like a psychotic man living in the basement. No. That was taking place in Italy. Oh. But I happened to Bronze Castle. <laughs> Bronze Stroker? Uh no. Bronze Castle. Bronze Castle, which is the name, the real name for the castle. It's like Castle Dracul or whatever. So it's like Dracula's castle. That's pretty Dracul. But actually it was named... Did you meet Bella Lugosi? (laughs) No, he wasn't there. Yeah, he's probably dead. I was Uh, there in like the middle of winter in the year like 2000. Back when I was just a wee babe. You guys had to leave the country because of the Y2K? No. Why would you? Why two K was happening? Why would you go to a place with vampires, Chris? Uh, because they don't have technology. Okay. So what are you gonna do at night? You don't have any flashlights. Torches. Engage in blood play. In blood play. In blood play. Blood blood Today's play. fetish is blood play. Hi, folks. This is Kinkcast. I hope this is your first episode because it's about to get bloody messy. <laughs> Uh, I actually had a game to open today's episode if everyone's okay with it. Ooh, All right. um, okay. Blood Play sounds like a film from 1977. Oh, yeah. Pro- probably made by like Tobe Hooper or something. Cooper? Hooper? Yeah. Tobe, Tobe Hooper. Hooper. So I want everyone to go around the table, introduce themselves, and uh, and pitch their plot for the movie Blood Play. Oh, goodness. I'm just going to go ahead and I just want to be a crossover between V for Vendetta and What's like, your name? Oh, hi, I'm Rob. Hi, hey, I'm Rob. I just want to be a crossover between like V for Vendetta and like Bloodbenders from Avatar because that just sounds like a terrible title of a film and I think those two would go together terribly. So uh, it's V for Vendetta. So you've got uh, B for Blood Detta. <laughs> I would just call it something weird and innocuous like Oneg and just like <laughs> leave it at that. But now it's not called Blood Play anymore. You've broken the game. I don't. I don't. It's, you're no longer playing Balderdash. You're playing some other game. If I broke the game, then it was not well crafted. <laughs> This is not a good game. It's a terrible game. Dana, you're up. Um, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna walk away from your 1970s, um, you know, aim here That's and fine. say we need to. Um, I'm pitching Blood Play, the Sweeney Todd sequel. Okay, That's um, cute. Except for I can't remember. Uh, you can't the remember that all the, the characters the died in that. Uh, Mrs. Lovett. Uh, Mrs. Lovett. Alert. But she, she died. died. Yeah, she was Every character dies. Okay, Everyone well, I died. want her to come back and haunt some other lady who likes making meat pies. And then, like, I don't know. Why Mrs. Lovett's Yes. Yes. I feel like that would be a great title for Blo- uh, Sweeney Todd, the sequel. Bloody mm-hmm. Todd. So, uh... Mrs. Lovelock. Broke the game again. <laughs> Change the name. You gotta, it's gotta no, be called Blood a, Play. No, it is. Blood Play, the Sweeney Todd musical. It's a it's a subtitle. Okay. Gosh. Mine, I've got, I've got one. Who Such are you sticklers. people, for fuck's oh, sake? I'm Chris, and, uh... I'm Dana. Thank you. Mine is going... Mine is going to be uh, a sequel to uh, Murder Ball. 
<gasps> okay. Uh, and so it's going to be a yes. bunch of people in wheelchairs <laughs> destroying each other, but the whole court's bloody, so everyone's just sliding around. So and then they've got like sounds like a modern red wedding. Yeah, they've got a uh, different power ups. So like, <laughs> it, they'll turn like the ball into a ball of spikes and then smash it in someone's face. Okay, Sweet. that kind of thing. And it's uh, got it stars Jean Claude Van Damme because he also played in Blood Sport. Ooh. So breaking with the tradition of the seventies as well. Mm-hmm. You, it's two thousand. I'm the only one who went for this. Yeah, you you are. Uh, I'm Tommy. So it's the year two thousand twelve. So like streaming services aren't everywhere yet, and you're at Walmart, and there's a twenty movie pack in the five in the five dollar <laughs> bin, and so you're like, oh shit, twenty movies for five bucks? What could go wrong? Mm-hmm. And you take it home, and it's twenty horror movies, and there's like a spooky skull on the box, and there's like werewolves. And it's like a Bosnian film that no one's ever seen. And then there's like Blood Play. And it was made in Louisiana for a budget of $3. And (laughs) the sound clips every three seconds. And the sound quality is so terrible, you refuse to watch it. So you turn it off before you know what it's about. But chances are it's about rednecks that kill people in the woods. Oh, I was assuming they were trying to capitalize on Child's Play. Chucky hadn't been around for a while. Yeah. Well, another whole other thing for blood play is there is a large group of people out there who are sexually attracted to blood, whether it's the idea of blood, menstrual blood, fake blood, real blood, cutting gore, and we're going to discuss a whole lot of that today. Sexy blood. Sexy all right. Uh, <laughs> um, should my, we kind of address how broad this term is? Well, Dana, I wrote down a script, and the very first thing in my script, because I, I learned in school and college that you should always open a paper with a question. No. Oh, no. What no. What no. You're supposed no. to open with a quote. No. What are you? No, no. No definition. No. No. Since the dawn of time. Webster's defines do blood it. <laughs> You are fair. Webster's.com defines finds blood play as this word is not in our database. <laughs> uh, Dana, Urban what? Dictionary. Dictionary. <laughs> Dana, what is blood play? It's a very, very broad term that kind of encapsulates a whole bunch of different fetishes, but it's any fetish involving blood uh, for sex or foreplay or, you know, for arousal. Um, that can include medical play, um, menstrual play, vampire play, all kinds of cutting. Vampire play. Vampire play. It's a uh, real thing. Chubacabra play. <laughs> the Ooh. famous goat suckers. <laughs> oh. I want to suck. There you go. <laughs> Is that your impression of a chupacabra? That's a. Oh, vampire. sorry. It should have been like a Mexican vampire. It's one of those right? Romanian chupacabras. Hey, I want to suck your blood. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's there's a whole bunch of different kinds of uh, fetishes that I kind of all get wrapped up into this one because it involves. Involves the same thing. Um, there's also liquid play, but that also involves other kinds of liquids besides blood. We so, do plan to do an episode on pee play one. Yeah, of well, that's coming up actually pretty soon. So um, it's also a form of edge play or extreme BDSM that is more dangerous than other kinds of fetishes and carries a very heavy social taboo. Yeah, if you're ever having sex and you're saying this could be more dangerous, mm-hmm. this might be the thing for you. Edge play like. Uh... Extreme motor asphyxiation. That was our uh, other edge play. Other edge play so far. Um, There's a lot of risk right there. It's kind of interesting, though. Like, I can see the draw of blood play. Like, for some people, uh, one of the things that I read said it's, you know, blood play is kind of, like, associated with the heart. It's the color red. It's a passion. Like, it's a color of passion. So it's kind of like... 
okay, this is your essential being coursing through your veins. Like, this is a sexy thing to get wrapped up in. Well, and, now and I've maybe... loosed it upon the world. As, as yeah. I've talked about in previous episodes, the human brain is born pre-programmed with a very few amount of things. <clears throat> but uh, if you raise someone without parents, they would still understand what blood is because that's programmed information into our DNA. Mm -hmm. So it, it elicits a very strong response upon visual contact. That's why people faint when they see blood. I mean, it, it is, I mean, even EMTs and doctors who see it every day still have a strong reaction when they witness blood coming out of a person. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> that, is that, do you think it triggers a fight or flight? I imagine so. Cause I feel like if you're somebody who's into this fetish, mm -hmm. The fear, maybe there's a little bit of a fear yeah, that can I be think... triggered by it, and you're like, oh, but that's sexy because danger, you know, heart rate, danger. Yeah, it there's kind of... an adrenaline aspect to it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um. Another thing that I found that was kind of interesting, where people were explaining why they get into this, um, is there's a lot of trust involved. Mistress Betty Bondage. Ooh. There's a there's an original. I'm sorry. I feel like if you're gonna come up with a dominatrix name, these, but I'm not. But I don't know. Yeah, okay, you're on the spot now. Um, Mistress Better than Betty Bondage. Dana Dominatrix. That's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> we can move on. Yeah, but also Betty Bondage didn't have to come up with her name in two seconds. Yeah. True, yeah. <laughs> Betty Booby Boo. I'm sure she's Betty very Bob? proud of her name. I think she likes it if she goes by it. Yeah, yeah, who, am I, yeah. who am I? I mean, I'm not questioning it. I just feel like that's very... I don't know. It's, it's kind of... PG for what it could be. I don't know. Okay, so she's a dominatrix and BDSM educator, and she asserted that it can be a cathartic um, on many levels for many practitioners as there is an emotional release that kind of happens whenever you release blood with a partner. Mm. Um, so I guess I can see that as well. I know, like, people cut themselves for the emotional release that it provides them sometimes, even though that's like not obviously not like a help. No, I mean, thing. like I, I get it. I've had friends who have struggled with self mutilation and while, you know, the logic is clearly flawed and it, there's no excuse to ever partake in self mutilation. Mm -hmm. But like I work on a construction site and I get cut and it's kind of nice. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know if that sounds really weird to say, but you feel alive. Yeah, when when you're bleeding, there's kind of there's kind of a cool aspect to it. I would never hurt myself because mm -hmm. that's lame. But do you know what I'm talking about? I mean, we grow. Yeah, up when you cut your finger and then you just run no, no, no. your hand down so your face because <laughs> okay. you've never felt no, or but, seen but, blood before. But listen, I'm, I'm being I'm being really serious. Blood when yourself. you think about <laughs> growing up and watching action movies. What does, like, the handsome guy look like at the end of the movie? Oh, a bloody mess. He's a bloody mess. And so you look yeah. at, at what comes to mind and what, like, seriously shaped my upbringing. Even Blood Brothers is, and that kind of thing. I think about, like, uh, Bruce Willis show. at the ending of, of Die Hard mm -hmm. or Kevin Bacon at the ending of Tremors and what always – or Indiana Jones. Fucking Harrison Ford's always getting cut in the face. Yeah. They get a handsome fucking wound mm -hmm. right near their <laughs> eye that's just bleeding a little bit. Blood, blood can be sexy. And they've proven their manhood. Yes. By like, oh, I battled and I'm bleeding for it, but damn, I'm emerging from this, like, muscles rippling sweat. I mean, it does know? not always have to be so, so heteronormative, but I mean, we have a strong relationship with blood. If it, it, All of us would as well. We've all been raised in the same culture. So and there's also, like, something, like, almost mystical about blood. Yes. Because we do, like, the whole, like, blood brothers or blood oath or blood bond and that kind of thing. Blood where, magic. Uh, like, in it, when they all cut themselves to make a promise that they'll return mm -hmm. and they become they form a circle and have a, like a mystical little connection we did that for b-movie deathmatch 
It? No, we, we cut our hands open and we all poured it onto a copy of Christmas with Cookie. So we will return <laughs> oh 20, no, 23 years You're later. A big liar. No, didn't that happen with uh, one of us wasn't blooded yet, so we all cut our hands yes. and raised it up in the air. Showered after. them in blood. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. That's also from another podcast, and it also did not happen. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I'm uh, sorry. You don't know if that happened. Listen into Beanie Movie Deathmatch next week. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless. Oh, my gosh. Well, I will say, I was worried that maybe this is one of those kinks that kind of hinders on the self-harm thing. Like, mm. I obviously have been through some shit, and one way that I process this is that I want people to make me bleed or something like it's an unhealthy thing but I actually found a survey Chris thought you were saying that genuinely. yeah I thought you were saying that about yourself kind of got I'm sorry I, I need to I should probably clarify I'm not into blood play I can't even handle needles so um, I know how to make you faint I'm gonna send you a picture the next time I get cut at work no like okay a cut is one thing but like if you're getting an IV or if you're giving, like, if you have a blood and they're, like, taking a blood sample and I see that, or even sometimes if I even smell the stuff that they clean your skin with beforehand, right well, on the ground. see, I don't know, though. I've, I've given plasma a lot, and it is, like, fascinating watching the machine take okay. your blood. And... I can't watch that. But I, I think that actually brings up an interesting idea that... Uh... As always, these fetishes have a, have a wide variety. Mm-hmm. And you have people who are attracted to needles, and I'm sure there's needle play. Mm-hmm. And and I think there would need to be an entirely separate episode on people who are into puncturing, because that mm-hmm. doesn't even have to do with blood. Yeah, no, and that's in medical medical. And then there's attraction to, like, blood itself. Yeah. Then there's the attraction to the pain of bleeding, mm-hmm. the feeling of bleeding. And then finally, I, I think that there's a, an attraction to, to gore and viscera, which is probably up there as one of the most dangerous sexual attractions you can have. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, but let me tell you about this study. Um, I was kind of surprised by this, and I almost like would like to see more corroborating like evidence for this. Um, but in one 2017 survey of 200 people engaged in BDSM concluded um, that the vast majority that of people that take part in like edge play, like the hard stuff, um, are not usually driven by harmful urges, which I was kind of surprised by because I would think that like, okay, this obviously comes from... Some yeah, kind but of unsafe um, harm seems like a, a, a misnomer there. Yeah, because BDSM is simulated harm, but it also is self-identifying, which yeah that's has true. some issues methodologically. Mm, that's true. That's a good point, and that's why I really, I mean, I don't want to. I did want to mention it, but I didn't want to like say, oh yeah, this is super conclusive. People that do blood play are not Aren't like actually. trying to harm themselves or others. Um, I, just, I just think it's I think it's interesting because there is always a trust aspect when it comes to doing anything kinky. And if you're into edge play, mm-hmm. I feel like if someone thought you were there because you were driven by the need to cause harm, they would not trust you with that. Mm-hmm. And that wouldn't go forward. At least I would hope. Yeah. yeah I, I think that it's we always are kind of preaching out different little commandments for sexuality. But I, I think that all BDSM should always not necessarily be simulated but it should always be safe, sane, consensual. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. if someone starts to to transfer the BDSM to a place where it's not, it's no, that's why this is getting. That's unsafe. why this is edge plays because it's not. It's safe. In, it's in that dangerous gray. Well, I'm not area. saying safe versus unsafe. I'm saying someone who enjoys hurting another person purely with masochism, mm. with no 
with no regard to the other human being. Well, oh, yeah, that's, no. and that's what I was trying to reference earlier. Like, if the trust isn't there, it just shouldn't be happening. And the person no. who is able to needs to say no to that and just know what's yeah. good for them and know what's safe for them. I feel like that's no longer blood play. That's just sadism. Yeah. Which, as always, we don't agree with in this show. Uh, so to kind of guide us through blood play, I separated it into three sections and three different topics. And as always, we won't get to cover everything. But uh, I wanted to open up the conversation with the safest form of blood play, one that most folks are going to encounter at one point or in their life, whether they like it or not. And that's uh, buffalo wings and red wings. <laughs> Oh, I, I thought still you, I can't thought you were get gonna, over that. I thought oh you were going to do a... Uh, I still can't get over that. Like what? blood sausage. <laughs> is that another name for Red Wings, I guess? What is that? No. What's, what's buffalo sausage? No. Blood sausage what's is blood a sausage that's made from blood. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was going to be like when you're... Irish when dish? You're, that's it. That's it. It's a Welsh Irish. When a gentleman is porking a lady and he pulls out and there's blood everywhere. It's a blood sausage. Hey, why not? <laughs> But that's what I have that written down as, as red wings because of the way. Actually, I like blood sausage better. Blood sausage is. <laughs> oh, because it's about the penis? Boom. Yeah. <laughs> takes it away. It takes it away from the female. Dana, I hate to interrupt. I, it's hard for. What's hard? I mean, you can scissor two, two bleeding vaginas can scissor. I'm sorry, Mom. I know you're not ever going to listen to this, but just the fact do. I said that sentence. Anything you can do with a non-bleeding vagina, you a can vagina also can do, do better. with a yeah. bleeding vagina. That's why so. I want to commission a t-shirt <laughs> or perhaps a really cool patch for my jean jacket that is two vaginas <laughs> scissoring with blood coming out of both. You confused me when you said buffalo wings. Also you don't know what buffalo wings are? No, I know what red wings are. You don't know what buffalo wings are? No. So if you eat a bunch of buffalo wings, what's your mouth look like? Oh, that's <laughs> Jeez. Ah. Um, that was... That was that was compliments of my boyfriend. Stealing that, that joke. Okay. I was like, "Gee, thanks." Oh, well, I'm not going to mention his name here. I need but to, well, you shouldn't. <laughs> but when I see him again, I'm going to slap the piss out of him. So yeah, he was like, hey, "The uh, blue wings are red wings." Hey, you guys save that for the pee play. I, the red wings are the ones that you get here when you know, the, the riding has yes. been happening. Now, riding the old horse, indeed. Yeah. Without going to any personal Bucky detail, Bronco. I'm sure everyone. Here has probably encountered a bloody vagina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe you've even done a little bit with it. And a lot of folks probably partake in this fetish without necessarily getting sexual traction from it. Oh, uh, yeah. You can eat a vagina that's bleeding, it just tastes like iron. Tastes like a, like a fistful of pennies. Yeah, yeah there you go. Um, and you need some iron. Also, one thing that I thought was kind of interesting, I've heard this from... <laughs> Thank you for saving me, Dave. <laughs> I talked myself into a corner there. You're fine. Um, so, like, there is a theory out there that I've read about, and I can't remember which magazine it was in. Granted, it was from magazine. And I... Mad magazine? No, but I... No. No. That's not this kind of magazine. <laughs> but apparently, a lot of guys are afraid of having sex with a girl who is menstruating, like not to be super, super like heteronormative, but like, um, because apparently that can sometimes whenever you like look down and see blood on your penis, that like gives you like this initial castration fear. Well, vagina dentata. That that makes sense. Oh yeah. So I know I like, I, I don't know the numbers. I would love to know the numbers. If somebody's listening and knows the numbers, please let us know. Um, but I would love to know how many guys out there are like, 
deathly afraid of having sex with a woman who's on her period because I feel like there's a lot. Right. Here. <laughs> yeah. Well, right <laughs> that's totally fair. But like, I feel like that's, that's why you thing, just keep like a pitcher of water to the side. So you just, <laughs> you're just constantly drizzling it while you're like getting in there. Just, yeah. <laughs> I gotta keep washing the blood off. But like, there are some guys that are totally cool with it. They don't give a shit, and you're like, yes, I found. One I of feel those. like that is actually most guys. Mm, I don't know. I think it's kind of like how there's a lot of dudes who don't eat the pussy because they think eating the pussy's gross. I think that. Those same dudes are the dudes who are like, oh man, there's blood. I, this entire parade is canceled. Oh, I, fuck. I'm going to have to find a different whore. <laughs> I think we're all making some awesome points, but I just don't think we could be sure on the numbers regardless of which way we're talking about it. There's no there's no secure numbers on anything in sexuality fetishes. We've discovered yeah. this every week, time oh, yeah. and time again. In my personal experience, they're few and far between. The ones that are like, meh, it's just a period. Uh, ain't nothing, that's all, ain't that's nothing ended by a... Wait. In my personal experience, it's 100%. But a sentence. <laughs> That's lovely. Isn't that good? Well, I liked it because it was like word nerdy. It's not a no, period, it's, it's a nerdy. sentence. No, 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 no. Ain't nothing stopping. Wait. Ain't nothing stopped by a period but a sentence. Isn't a sentence stopped by a period? That's the Ain't joke. Uh, nothing stopped uh, by a period except a sentence. Uh, I'm going to get a patch of that. There's a little light bulb. <laughs> my denim jacket. That'll be cool. Yeah, feet of wear home. Somebody else yeah. that. I can't remember right, right. Your but anyways. Mom, that's very, your I mom can ask you what it means. So there's like a castration fear, but anyways, that's that's just particularly like significant in this mm-hmm. region of blood play. But we're dancing around is that some people prefer it, and yes. that that fits in with with the, with the fetish. Yeah, and, and I think it's safe to say that uh, if if you have a fetish that's entirely for just menstrual blood, I, I think that's safe. I mean, obviously, there's hygiene issues, so it requires communication that, you know, this person's blood is is safe, especially if you're swallowing it, which, ooh, if you're going to eat out of a bloody vagina, you should at least spit. Um, And if you're eating out of stranger's vagina, you know, maybe don't don't swallow. Yeah, don't swallow. Um, Get a little cup. Excuse me. (laughs) Go ahead. Just swallow sperm. Like, you're supposed to, like, swallow, not spit. That's, like... I don't know. I don't know. Are uh, uh, you accusing me of being sexist because I'm telling people not to drink menstrual blood? No, I'm oh, just wow. saying, like, some people like it. I don't know. Okay, I'm going to skip this again. I'm gonna, I'm Are gonna there health rep- repercussions for that, though? For drinking menstrual blood? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if it's bad menstrual blood, it'd be like the toxic waste from The Simpsons. Oh, my <laughs> God. Wow, is that your definition of bad menstrual blood? <laughs> it's glowing. It's glowing. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it did. That sounds terrifying. Have you ever been at a at a restroom at a restaurant where there's only one restroom, so men and women are using it, and, mm-hmm. and the, the trash can is just glowing red light? <laughs> You're like, oh, this is why we need separate bathrooms. Now this is like the I sequel to it. the Toxic Avenger. <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure who you've been playing with, but they should probably go see some of it. That was horrifying. <laughs> I will say this. I did find a couple of guys who wrote in uh, explaining how much they love, love, love uh, menstrual blood. Um, some of them even go onto a French website where they can buy and sell blood-stained, blood-stained underwear and use tampons. Um, it boasts queries about things like odor intensity and soakage factor. Because menstrual blood is not blood. I don't know if you're 15 years old and listening to this and you think that menstrual blood and blood are the exact same. They're not. Yeah. I thought it was kind of interesting. Also, there's this really lovely graphic. Oh, it's so a vampire. Like a, uh, eating somebody else. Yeah. With a silly straw. Yeah, the silly straw. 
That's sounds hilarious. like there's uh, a, it's a picture. Yeah, no, it's actually yeah. like the most a gap that image. needs to be filled really in our precious. market. Uh, what's your gap? Like, well, if they have to go to a French website. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Chris is going to start selling his tampons on the black market. Oh, Hot. gross. U.S. black market, though. Yeah. Oh, always buy American. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know what those French women are getting up to. Uh, they're probably eating. <laughs> Haven't you ever heard of being Frenchified? They're probably eating better than we are. Yeah, the term getting, Frenchified is an old term. Meaning right. You got oh, a hold on, there's too an much. STD. Oh, yeah. Okay, that was interesting. And then what were you guys saying? Oh no, we're just talking about how French women are probably healthier than American. Oh, women. I would imagine so. <laughs> I would. I would go to Italy so I could import some fine. French aged menstrual blood from a bottle. Okay. Why are we going sure to Italy? Like I don't know. Pasteurize as the French do. Jeez. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, they've got like a min- <laughs> a menstrual milking stage. <laughs> oh, okay, this right. is going <laughs> off the rails. I can handle. I can handle only so much. But, oh, this right, is a good so. vintage. I'm just I'm just jumping into being as a uh, you know what no no regrets. It's sticky. Yeah. Menstrual blood is much, much, much more sticky. Well, because mm-hmm. there's more to it than just blood. There's other stuff in it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, well it's, it's the egg falling apart. That's all the science I know. And there's more than that. It's the, it's the, the uterine lining. The uterine lining yeah, just is like... slothed off. <laughs> you mean a tiny sloth is there? Just clawing away, and that's why the period... I'm sorry. That I was not clever. So much. I'm, I'm sorry. Enjoying, I'm enjoying this so, so much. Uh, okay, there but was that I, one guy that I was can... on the internet for a while and was like a huge sensation. He was like, why can't girls just hold it? Why do we have to pay for your sanitary products? And it's like, oh, that's not how that works. He's obviously never messed with the vagina. But there you or go. messed with the vagina while I was bleeding because a lot of like badass, I think the Expendables is actually well-written movie kind of guys don't touch vaginas mm. like a lot. They're kind of afraid of vaginas. That's fair. They're scary. We're scared of them. They're called incels. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but you can understand how a fetish could develop out of that, especially if someone's first sexual experience when they were young is that they, yeah, they're with their like their first partner and they're bleeding and then they develop an attraction. This could be male or female. I'm sure that there are plenty of lesbians or non-binary folks who are really into um, blood play with menstrual blood. Oh, yeah. So we should probably talk about some of the other medical – I'm sorry, um, some of the other – Regions of blood play, well, types of blood play. If y'all are ready to move along, I'm ready to move along. I was gonna say is that it would make sense that like if yeah, ah, yeah fuck me. Uh, next up is simulated blood play because it needs to be said anyone can go to Party City and get fake blood, which True. is overpriced. Or just corn syrup and red food dye. Corn syrup, red food dye, and a dash of chocolate pudding powder. We used to do that. That was my own recipe when I made a a movie when I was 16. Mm. I saw some brown pudding powder and said, that's what we need. Gives it the perfect consistency. Yeah, because otherwise it's too clear. Yes. One, two, red. Blood is only cherry red if it's like a nosebleed. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be darker. It's going to be like a a, more like a plum color. Mm -hmm. Especially when it's been sitting around for a while. It starts browning. That's the dumbest part of the TV show, Dexter. Like a nice, a, <laughs> like a I nice just love that color, though. Ugh. That's the dumbest part of the TV that's a show, very, Dexter. It's a very dumb show, but nothing set me off more than when he goes to a crime scene that's like eight years old, mm-hmm. and, and it's all the blood is like red. red. <laughs> it's like, oh, so it's all still oxygenated, I guess? Mm-hmm. No, that's Heart's just... Heart's still pumping that That's stuff. just a Bump creative around. choice. Yeah, yeah. The show was never meant to be taken seriously. Anyway, uh, yeah. so we're not talking about that... You're just defending it because your name is Chris Morgan, and his name is Dexter Morgan. Oh, dear. <laughs> yes. 
Um, should we talk about like medical play, vampire? <laughs> Is play? that all we have to say for simulated? Oh, is simulated. Well, I, mm, yeah. there's nothing I, dangerous. I feel, like, about I feel like that really is all there is to say about it. If you're simulating blood play, then you're not. You're, it doesn't seem like, given the term simulation, you're actually playing with anything real. I mean, like it's, it's just something theatrical. But but I imagine a lot yeah, keep of a little capsule in your mouth. But yeah. seriously, with that, I, I think that a lot of folks who are talking about how they're into blood play mm-hmm. and they're just talking a big game, especially vampire fetishists, because I apologize to that community in advance for insulting them. But I, I think of them. <laughs> I did it again. I preambled. <laughs> I, I think it's kind of an immature teen <laughs> fantasy thing. And I imagine like, oh man, I'm so into blood. I think that that kind of amounts to some stage blood and mm-hmm. not and like some light nibbling. Oh, Edward Cullen, come think, and bite me. I think if you're into it and you think it looks cool and you have a good time doing it and you don't hurt yourself or anybody else, I can't shame you or judge you for it. I only like men with fangs. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Is that a bumper I, sticker? No, like but angel. it totally should be. Um, and Actually, I was, it has to be, like somewhere. Uh, as always, I do my shopping before we get on this show. So mm-hmm. I, I've been looking at all kinds of shopping things. Also, speaking of like this kind of play, have y'all seen American Horror Story Hotel? Yes. No. no. <gasps> I've seen The Shining, though. Okay. So if there's... you're sexually attracted to blood, let me tell you something. That oh. elevator door is is your next stop. Whack it. Get that, in there. That's a metaphor no. for... For her legs opening and yeah, right? this is, is that what's supposed to be? At least that's what I can. I've seen that gif used that way though. Yeah, oh, like a, a sassy Tumblr girl will be like, I don't know. So what? like in the show, this is he didn't of, want to insult I'm Tumblr up, girls. I'm, 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 I'm off the rails today. I need to start trying to get back on. This is verging on like our our pop culture um, references here, but yeah. I cannot get over how sexy Lady Gaga looked with those like claw things and freaking Matt Bomber, she, dude. Yeah. No, but she would like scratch someone and then like draw some blood, scratch. and you're just like, damn, okay, that's sexy. I mean, she's, it's sexy. It's because she's good at it. I think. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a there's a whole. It was less about it was less too. about the blood for me, and more mm-hmm. about just how skillful. Yeah, she was at doing that. Like a fucking cat. And then it just kind of devolved into this bloody orgy. And that's when I kind of went, okay, well, it was fun while it lasted. The action of cutting someone, you can see how someone could get sexually aroused by that Mm -hmm. in the sense that what sex is, it's touching a body. Yeah. A physical reaction is elicited. And then a substance is produced from that reaction. Mm -hmm. Cutting a person is essentially, if you were an alien who didn't understand human interaction. That'd be it. What is stabbing a person? How is that different than fucking a person? Is your penetration. It could have something, or it could have some of its roots in uh, uh, Greek myth. The hymen. Yeah. Oh, Oh, fuck. We walked right over that I can't believe anyone, yeah. Well, you did, Chris. Who didn't think of that one? You, you missed your, yeah, the the uh, the first blood. Yeah, like the David Bowie song. Yeah. Hi, yeah. changes, Hi, man. Oh, but you know what? There's some myth. There's some myth about that too, because like only a certain percent, like not even like half of women even have a hymen. Hymen's kind so of a myth, yeah. a lot of people like also this can get damaged by tampons and other things before that even happens. So if you don't riding. bleed, yeah. yeah, if you don't bleed the first time you have sex with some kind of penetrative object, it's like not a big deal. But a lot of people like use that as like a virginity test. You can also get it medically done. Like broken? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. You can also have a hymenoplasty where you like they like go in and put some skin in there to make it look like you haven't. Mm -hmm. That's really popular overseas where they do those virginity tests. Yeah. Yeah, that's a real thing. It's gross, but they do it. Oh. If I was the girl, I would just have some red Kool-Aid and be like, ah, there that, that, that is definitely... You mean red Kool-Aid... of cultural difference. ...with right? a mm-hmm. dash of pudding powder. Uh, yeah. Oh, gosh. The guy Maybe tastes a little it. more pudding powder. The guy tastes it. Let some pennies sit in the bottom There's of no the iron in this, yeah. <laughs> Iron's call. good for people. Just mix in some iron supplements. Oh, there you goodness. go. There you or go. some it eggs. authentic. Oh, eggs are oh, high gosh. in iron. No, okay, well, all right. Well, so are crickets, so... Mm, but that mouthfeel from the eggs. <laughs> Rocky Balboa. <laughs> is also oh. full of iron. Because he, he drank a lot of eggs. Continue. <laughs> he drank a lot of pussy. Uh, <laughs> is that why he slurred so much? I'm <laughs> making a face. I don't know what's I wrong with me today. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong okay, with me. Okay, so, simulated. We're done with We're simulated. Done with simulated. Yeah. Um, I was going to move on to medical play. Right, is that actual blood play? That's what I have. Like, it, cutting people. Yeah, this is, like, I actually found a couple of people, um, both on FetLife and other places, that actually, like, were talking about how to do this safely. Hmm. Um, one particular person I forgot their name oh I just wrote I didn't I didn't write down her name because I don't want to be rude uh, but one practitioner claims that she had to go to classes to learn how to do this safely and correctly using a scalpel on a tomato uh, learning how to like slice the skin of the tomato off in order to simulate like okay if I'm doing this on a person this is how you remove only so much of the skin mm-hmm. in order to make it bleed and bleed a lot but not to deeply penetrate the skin or the flesh so it would scar as much or? Yes, yes, but also to like maximize the blood without with minimizing. Minimizing, the risk. yeah. Uh, one of the things I looked up to research on this is in, instead of looking up something that was fetish speci- uh, specific, mm-hmm. is much like how governments will have uh, needle programs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are websites dedicated to um, how to mutil- mutilate yourself safely, mm-hmm. and so I actually read some of those articles because that's essentially what this is, and. It goes into great detail about how there is a lot of medical expertise that goes into cutting the flesh mm-hmm. because it does not take too much risk or does not take too much to go wrong before you've either struck an artery mm-hmm. or you create a wound that will become infected. Yeah. That depends where. Yeah. Like wrestlers hide razor blades in their uh, cuffs so that when they're like thrown on the ground, they can like get a cut. Mm-hmm. They can cut themselves on their head because head wounds bleed a lot. But they don't like, they don't scar much, and they uh, there's no like lasting. Repercussions and they look so handsome. So yeah, that's why anytime a wrestler has like a bloody face and his face is covered in blood, it is real blood. But they did it to themselves when they were thrown onto the mat. Well, I know a lot of folks, uh, uh, a lot of folks cut themselves on the shoulder, mm-hmm. and then uh, underneath the armpit. Inner thigh. Yeah, I've heard about the thigh. I've never heard about the armpit. That just seems well, like arm, armpit sounds dangerous. That sounds no, 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 no. under the armpit. So not the armpit oh. itself. Oh, it's like around your ribs. It yeah, still around the ribs. Seems like that. That's where sweat will drip down and just get in there. Also, rubbish. Well, also inner yeah, thigh. That's but it, it, these are particularly about. fatty areas. I mean, I don't like a cut between my fingers. I don't. I don't think anyone my, likes that. Like, that's that just. Would, but just like this, this, this lady research. You cut on your butt. <laughs> There's a. I mean, I actually shouldn't have laughed at that. Just make tally marks. People probably do yeah. cut themselves there. But there's different places you cut for for pain versus for blood. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's that's that that comes with the territory is that you have to find the right place to cut. Mm-hmm. Um, 
One thing I was also interested in, like, besides cutting, uh, there's actually a lot of groups that are talking about, like, the heft of, like, a knife and, like, the way that the cold steel feels on your skin as mm-hmm. it's, like, cutting through your skin. When well, you're talking about, uh, like, so, illicit responses from the brain is seeing a sharp object. Oh, like, yeah. Needles make you pass out. Yes, and that's what I was going to talk about next is needles, because that's one thing that I am absolutely terrified by. But, and I did watch some visual... Uh, um, Aids. Um, some visual Pornhub. Um, you watched some porn. I watched okay. some Pornhub. Oh my god, Dana, <laughs> that's inappropriate. Oh well. Oh, oh please, you're on there every week. Um, every day. Uh, so <laughs> I don't watch porn recreationally, only for research. <laughs> only for I research. say that as a joke, but I mean it. I, I really don't watch porn. I can't even tell you how many people I ended up like showing the pterodactyl porn to. I was like, look at this thing I found. What is this? I literally showed it probably to like 18 people. I it was like, just so you know, so somebody much. else, somebody else had to burn my eyes with this. So now I have. Anyway, I'm surprised um, you knew 18 people who hadn't seen it. Yeah, I I did. In the circles I run in, everyone's seen it. Oh, (laughs) that's why we keep far away from them. In my pterodactyl porn circles, yeah. I was shocked at how many people. I don't know if this is a thing that they actually like to do, but it's a thing that's done sometimes in BDSM whenever they're like people are all tied up. But people will push needles through their nipples. Yeah. And then pull them out that. to let it bleed. Yeah, yeah. But then that's like, that's like such a sensitive piece of anatomy. Male, that's, female doesn't matter. But point. like, it's almost like BDSM is like a sexual attraction to pain or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. I get that. Shut I get up. that. Don't make fun of me. <laughs> it's just the fact that they're needles and they're like, no. But no, people no, get no. those pierced all the time. No, but needles though. Yeah. It's scary. Can I ask a really dumb question I've always wondered about that has nothing to do with this fetish? Is BDSM okay, well, that, that, pain? That's been half of this particular episode so far, so should we allow this? Yeah. Let's do ask it. Ask the question, whether we spend time answering I, it. I spent, okay, so for those who don't know, I went to school and I took entire crime classes. And so, like, I should know a lot about... I took an entire body, like, an entire class on the human body and all this shit. I've just never bothered to ask this question. I've always been curious. Mm. Why do we bleed when we're cut that it's a place that's not an artery or a vein? Because you have veins and arteries running all up and down your arm, they're they just, just not smaller. They're just not major veins and arteries. Yeah. yeah. So, is it, but so every single spot though, is there a place you can get cut on the body where it's just the flesh would tear open and there's no blood? No, because if there were if there were no veins, there no oxygen would get there to stop it from like necrotizing. So they just keep getting smaller and smaller, like tree branches. It's yeah. capillaries. It's a capillary yeah. response. Capillaries are the tiny little veins yeah. that all make sense now. <laughs> I'm going to put that, I'm going to write that down. I've watched, I'm going to put it in my pocket. Yeah, you're welcome. Capillaries. I've watched 14 seasons of Grey's Anatomy. I know my shit. I'm basically oh my a surgeon. <laughs> and your education with Grey's Anatomy was better than mine with entire medical courses. So, Was there a lot of blood play in Grey's Anatomy? No, but we don't talk about that. That's, that's the, that's the like, uh, fan fiction section that you're thinking about. Um, so next time I see someone get cut, I'll ask, is it an artery or a... Capillary. Capillary. Just, just ask Meredith. Ar- she'll Ar- tell you. Yeah, there you go. Um, uh, let's see here. I think, <clears throat> should we talk about pop culture references? Because uh, I can actually think of a few. Yes. There are several. The goat sucker. Chupacabra. Chupacabra. No, that's just blood. This is a blood fetish. We, we have this conversation every week to, to get to get meta again. Just because something vaguely has to do with something that the fetish has to do with doesn't mean it's a pop culture reference to the fetish. Okay, right. fine. Stephen King. I feel like Twilight is absolutely a pop yes. culture. Now that's correct because yeah. it's sexualizing the blood. Okay. In, uh, in Under the Dome and <clears throat> Stephen King, there is a rapist who uh, enjoys uh, making 
the woman bleed because of the lubrication. Oh, wow. I think I've encountered other... So, yeah, there you go. Pop culture. That was a fun one, wasn't it, Tommy? <laughs> I've, well, I, that's accurate, though. <laughs> I've encountered other things, though, in pop culture. I can't remember what, but... I mean, it's, well, it's a stereotype to have serial true killer. Blood. Absolutely. True blood, absolutely. That. Oh, yeah. Um, I already love... mentioned American Horror Story. Yes. Um, Angelina Jolie in real life uh, had a vial of yep. Billy Bob Thornton's. Well, that's just, ro- that's that. just romantic. Uh, no. No, that's just not. I don't think that was Just a because sex you don't think it's romantic it doesn't mean she didn't think it was romantic. She's really into knives and blood play. Is she? Yeah. She said that. She's really into knives. I don't know if she's come out and said, like, I'm into blood play, but... You can that... just enjoy blood. It's not a witch hunt. Yeah. Yeah, it's not... Um, I had a... Oh, I was trying to think of Richard Chase, who's not popular culture. He's oh, a real Jesus. Dude he was sexually... He wasn't sexually. He thought he didn't have enough blood. He, everything about him was blood. and I. He, yeah, that's because he was schizophrenic and thought he didn't have enough blood, so he'd inject himself with chicken blood and then drink blood. He put rabbits in blenders. Oh, no. Oh, he did much worse than that, which we're not going to mention on this. No, no. Mm-mm. Lightheaded already. That's sure. not... Ugh. Oh. <laughs> he did more than that sure. to that... Okay. We're, okay. we're not talking moving, about moving that. right along. <laughs> we're right. not talking about Richard Chase. So, I mean, what other pop culture references are there where they where they sexualize blood? Anything like, with a vampire, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, honestly, yeah. yeah. I mean, I never, I never found... Okay, now this may sound weird, but I never found the story of Dracula, like, innately sexualized the blood. Yeah, it, it didn't seem to like be... it, it, they, vampires are highly sexualized, but not necessarily... It wasn't the blood that was sexualized. It <laughs> I was thought it was figure. the fact that vampires were supposed to represent the rich, and the blood-sucking element, especially in older vampire stories, mm-hmm. was supposed to like uh, stand in as, as economic. Well, whenever I think economic, about... Uh, what's, what's the word looking for? Theft. Oh. Oh, let's not forget that awesome folk story um, of the was it a queen that used to like cut open virgins and bathe in their blood? Oh, Bathory. Yes, yes. But I'm not entirely sure that was for sex. That wasn't entirely a sexual thing. She was doing it because she thought it made her. Yeah, yeah. it made you beautiful. Blood is power, which is why people sexualize it. it. Oh, is well, the yeah. youth that does make sense? Kind of quality. I don't know. I just that's one of those. Things. Well, that's but that's but that's a way to look at it. I've though. heard that like, same queen sense. would have like blood orgies. Oh, South Park. Oh gosh! South Park has a uh, blood orgies with all the little animals on a sal- on a Christmas. Oh day. yeah! Doesn't one of the characters mention something? Disturbed me. Well, they About literally the say, "Yay, let's have a blood orgy!" It was, and then they was... cut open a uh, the was... rabbit or something and start fucking it. Hillary Clinton did that in real life. Oh, j- what? I'm, I'm joking. I, I don't actually believe these things. <laughs> I'm joking. It's like when I call Trump Daddy. I'm I'm making a joke. Daddy. <laughs> daddy. Jeez. I don't actually think Hillary Clinton. Does what Richard Chase does. Okay. And uh, Ed Kemper from uh, Mindhunters. That's a real person, too. <laughs> <laughs> Over to uh, go there, but, uh, Ozzy Osbourne. But Ed Kemper oh. did have sex with uh, using blood, blood as lubric- lubrication. It works. Well, I have a product for them. Well, We're not there yet, but um, I'm, I'm ready for it. Um, I, I think that we've joked around a lot, but it, 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 it needs to... I think it's to... because, honestly, we would not partake... And I think it makes some of us a little uncomfortable you know, to just talk about, and so that's why it's yeah, there, kind of a joke fest. But in there, here. there so is we do a apologize for that. Uh, back to actually back to the vampire thing. Mm. To become a vampire, you're supposed to drink the blood of a vampire. Yeah. So there is a sexual part of that. Well, yes, where it's, it's, it's offering the up themselves and yeah. being like, "Come to join me. Well, Come it, to the dark." Side. It is worth saying that uh, as much fun as it is for some folks to cut other folks up. I think one of the things that goes into the never category 
you know, because a lot of the stuff we are going to sign off on. I mean, I, I don't mean to spoil it, but I'm giving this a four out of five, not a five, which means that with like extreme SSC, mm-hmm. I, I don't give a shit. You just have to be really careful and really communicative. But I think drinking blood is a never. I think you're never supposed to drink blood. Am I wrong? I think I'm. I think I'm right. I honestly, I, I share that opinion, but it's important to note that it is an opinion. I have done no research into what would happen if you drank blood. You know what? This is what uh, Alexa is for. A lot of people do that, though. It's Echo, what a, happens when you ritual... drink blood? She's ignoring Sorry, us. I don't know that. It's a ritualistic thing. A lot of people drink blood. They'll make food with like whatever animal it is, and then they'll drink the blood too. It's blood a lot sauce. of well. I mean, that's kind of, kind of what I do when I make a gumbo. Is... I just crack the bones open and let the marrow stew in it, and uh-huh. so yeah. But uh, snake blood, you can drink snake blood. Uh, most blood you're supposed to cook, though. Yeah, you will, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I know snake blood. I'm pretty sure you can drink that. Blood pudding, uh-huh. all kinds of stuff like that. But, um, yeah. no, I think there's, I think there's a lot of, I don't know about consuming blood, if that really falls into a whole lot of this blood play. I mean, unless you're like turned on by literally just a bowl of blood. Um... I don't know. I guess like I, less cuz more more sex less cuisine. I feel like this is something we should have like spent more time actually like just the actual imbibing of blood is something we should have spent more time actually researching. Yeah. Blood that when dr- it seems to be an important issue. Blood when drank is toxic. Okay. Oh, there you go. Do you have blood poisoning? And my source is livescience.com. Oh. Okay. In an article called Is it safe to drink blood? And uh, okay. it says that a few small amounts, say a few teaspoons, is safe. Mm. And that's only if it's clean blood. Like, it's free right. of pathogens and diseases because right, you're, right. you're consuming that directly. Because, you know, when they test to see if you have something, they test the blood. Yeah. So you have it now if you're putting it into your body, unless your stomach acids can cook it out. But, yeah, uh, I'm going to keep reading this. You guys just talk over me. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that when, when I first heard that we were doing this topic, that was my primary concern mm-hmm. was bloodborne pathogens like HIV, AIDS, things like that. And if you're into this, you need to be so sure that whoever you're doing this with does not have one of these illnesses if you don't want to contract it. Test before, not after. No, if, if you want to partake in this fetish, you have to go, I would recommend... Yeah, going to a medical course so you know how to safely cut a person. Yeah. Practicing on fruits and vegetables so you know how you could safely do it. Tomatoes. Having an hour-long conversation at Sizzler with your partner before you go do it. <laughs> and then getting tested. And yes. getting tested mm-hmm. and then doing it. But only at Sizzler. But only at the Sizzler. You can it's go anywhere you want. America's potty. Oh, gee. What's the Sizzler? <laughs> you know what? If you want to make a drinking game out of this particular episode, go back, listen to it again, and drink every time I say, oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, I've been giving you a fun night. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, it, what is the sizzler? I think it's at a buffet. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it used to be <laughs> like... blood. used to be like, like the like butt It's like a lubies, but not great. Yeah. Oh. It used to be like much more widespread and well-known. Is it it was like the system? butt of jokes back it's in the It's kind of like a blue plate special kind of place. Oh. Yeah. Uh, real quick, if you were curious, the reason <laughs> it's dangerous to drink blood is because you will overdose on iron. Mm. And oh. the body has a difficult time... Um, it, iron's not a... Uh, soluble in water. So yeah, that's only that makes time. sense. So if you're if you're with someone anemic who already will be pale skin and be quite vampiric, you can drink just a little bit more of their blood because it's low on iron. <laughs> also, if you cut out iron, also if you cut out iron from your diet, that day, <laughs> huh? just cut out iron from your diet that day. 
You can drink a little more. Avoid the spinach. Just, yeah, don't eat. This is not medically approved. Yeah, that's no, advice. we are we are so just spitballing. And, and that's also not true. Iron, there's not much iron in spinach. Oh. That's a that's a misconception. Hmm. It was okay. misprinted, and then Popeye ran with it. And, oh, yeah. that explains a lot. It was like it was reported to have like a hundred times more than it actually had, or something. Oh, wow. They they misplaced the decimal point. Oh, I have a, I have a <laughs> small segment in the numbers. Oh, we had so few of those this evening. There is a blood play subreddit with a hundred nine subscribers. That's low. That's it. That's it. And it's even lower if you look for blood fetish subreddit, subreddit which is 13 members. Interesting. Um, you think there's like something like a bloody pussy or something that's probably... Yeah, sometimes it, subreddits aren't a good gauge of that stuff. Yeah, like just, no, and, R. The Donald has a fuck ton. It's but like if, if it, you were going to go like Donald Trump subreddit, no one's going to be on If that. I opened up like a fried chicken place on like in the Himalayan mountains and then there was like only one customer there, I'd say, man, no one in the world likes fried chicken. Mm-hmm. But I just opened it at a bad location. Well, also subreddits tend to have weird names for the big, pi- yeah, the big population. Yeah, that's, that was my point. Like there's a there's a whole passive aggressive subreddit that only has like a few thousand people, even though a ton of people share passive aggressive shit on on Reddit. Okay, well I, that's just what I found. Um, and then also on FetLife, there's a zillion different groups for blood one life. zillion. But no, no, like, like a metric. There's a bunch. Fuck ton. Yeah, you, <laughs> you could say bunch. fuck. <laughs> but the only problem is sometimes, sometimes <laughs> they're actually into blood play, and sometimes they're not. They're into like um, one person was trying to start a club of people that like to watch like um, scary movies while having sex. Yeah, oh, I, and I that, and that. somehow that was like like lumped into the search. Just like um, how there are people into ponies, yeah, that's so there bad. Are, like people into horror movies. That's that, that is a huge turn off for people. There there are yeah. so many folks who associate sex and violence, mm-hmm. and not well, necessarily it's not just that. It it does up your like your heart rate and yeah. your adrenaline adrenaline level. This one was like trying to get trying to find playmates to like watch Van Von Trier movies. So uh, uh, Von Trier. Von Trier. Um, but why would you want to do that? You're ha- splitting your attention. You're not giving yourself a hundred percent in either watching the movie or having sex. No, but you're know. mixing your two best your favorite things. But it was like a thing, like, hey, join this group Kinda if like you want to talk jelly. about Von Trier movies and having <laughs> sex while watching them. Some things don't mix well together. So, yeah. Peanut butter and jelly mix and mix. Well, for you, but for them, it works. I just pass right the hell out. Um, I yeah, I don't think I could. I don't think I could I've fool never, around watching watching a horror film. I couldn't do it. I could fool around watching any kind of movie because if its screen is on, I look at it. I could hardly sit through some of the blood play. Pornhub stuff. I was just like, oh, that's enough. All right. They're bringing out the needles. I'm out. Bring out the pterodactyls. Oh, shit. The dancing pterodactyls. That was preferred over over this. Um, But I did find some products. Do you want to... Yeah, let's go. Let's delve into products because the FDI is going to be a... Needles. Yeah. Bring Um, them on down. I did not... Razor blades. You know what? Those are generic... Those are like, okay, obviously, if you're going to draw blood, you need pokey things. Uh, The air compressor from uh, There Will Be Blood. No. No country country for old men. Same movie. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Just filmed at the same time. Yes. That's only if you want to kill somebody. Oh, you can do it on their arm. Yeah. Oh, no. 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 Okay. Why did I get a no? You pointed at me for one of those no's. No for all of you. No. Because you're the one who brought it up. shit. Okay. That's why you're on the good side of the table. Actually, I can't. I don't have to stare you down. I also just learned a thing that apparently it takes five to ten seconds for that to kill a cow. 
Oh. Okay. I don't want to so talk about this. Um, there's a flogger, Cat of Nine Tails. Um, that's oh. a great way to draw a significant amount of blood uh, if used properly. However, yeah. it is extremely painful. If you want to be into Jesus play. Um, yeah. Um, I mean. <laughs> you yeah, have to get a that. spear as well, though. Um, I also, just as this is my own kind of personal research, I had to find, like, pokey nail things so yes. I could cl- I could cat claw uh, somebody if I so wanted to. Those are so freaking sexy. Aren't they sexy? And Tell you, them I exactly just, where they can find Each those. nail looks like a little clansman. If I ever became... Oh, there's a bunch of them. Etsy is full of them. Um, Jeez, and you can get them awesome. sharp or dull. Um, and what's nice is that, like, I just... I don't know. I feel like it'd be... Interesting to see like a real vampire use that to just like. So like, that costs thirteen dollars and thirty five cents. Mm-hmm. When you could just go buy a bag of bugles, and <laughs> you a bag of bugles and maybe some spray paint. That's, that's the starter kit. This is this is the no, like you, you want some level uh, ten. You like, want some like rubber OP cement right too, here. so yeah. it's hard. But isn't there a movie where some where like a villain has like? Yeah, I think you're thinking of the X Men movie where blade? there's the, the, the there lady Wolverine. Co- there are a couple of villains that have that kind of a like a blade just on their pinky though. Yeah, there's it's, it's there's a movie pinky or like yeah, it's, it's always a figure. Megan you really Family Guy. To be on. <laughs> <laughs> Megan Family Guy. Tommy just um, made that. Show. Also, the one oh, what. He said, "He said the lady from uh, X Men, which is what Meg from Family Guy's got." Okay, well, mine's funnier. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I don't think Family Guy's very funny. No. Okay, that's right. Um, well, this is, and you'll like this. X Men is. Um, though. So on Indiegogo, I'm gonna I'm gonna like crowdsource this. If you really want to do blood play, you need to do it safely. And I think this is a nice way to play with blood, but it's not actually blood. But you don't have to like. You don't have to tell your brain that. It's Kool-Aid. No, on Indiegogo, there's a crowdfunding for uh, Stay Wicked Presents Blood Lube. Okay. Interesting. Now, what I imagine we need is, because it's so easy to make fake blood, is that it actually simulates the taste of blood. Kind of like other places that sell the fake pee that actually smells like pee. It is really easy to make fake blood, but if you're you're making fake blood, that's going to be sticky. Yeah. A Mm. lube. Well... Yeah. Would work in a completely different way. They are advertising it as safe, fun, and very freaky. But does it taste accurate? Blood lube. Does it smell like uh, You know, accurate? I don't know. I'd have to do some more research Does on it this. smell like I'm at the coin star and it's rejecting all my pennies <laughs> and my hands are moist and they're just running through all these pennies? <laughs> And you're licking your and fingers. And they start filling on his licking your fingers. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm just frankly, imagining one of y'all like pouring this onto your genitals <laughs> and having someone test it for you. Mm-hmm. One of us? Why do you have to pour it on your genitals to have someone test it? Because it's lube. Where else are you going to put it? Touche. In uh, your engine. Between your... Between your... <laughs> I know. No, 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 no. I know. I know. I'm a little low on oil. <laughs> Let me put okay. some blood lube into no, it. No, I know you can put it anywhere you want. Uh, like, why are you going to buy lube and not test it on your dick? Put it in between your feet. Put it on your middle finger. Put it up a booty hole. Episode. Up a booty hole, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, are you going to taste it after it comes out or like what? I, I mean, if Natural it's clean, I, flavoring. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> okay. Next product. Uh, rubber when I heard, sheets. When I heard tasting, I just knew that was going to go way south. Rubber sheets. Rubber sheets. So yes. I have some friends that actually do participate in blood play mm. and they're really cool people and they are like totally normal people. But in the bedroom, they have a mattress that is like literally made for blood sports, which is kind of interesting, but Sweet. it's got, they've also got rubber sheets, which is fantastic. If you're going to play with anything wet, Blood, urine, whatever. I guess if you're gonna play with anything, yeah. um, this anything, is a good thing that, to have. Anything comes out of your body, you need to have something that you can clean easily, or just squirt everything else. Yeah, 
Rubber I'm sure some folks are into just good old fashioned water. Yeah, just water get, guns. get some super soakers. Yeah, fill it up with that blood lube. Or honey. Mm-hmm. Or honey. <laughs> I also found some Kink Lab uh, vampire gloves. These are gloves that have tiny little bitty um, tacks yeah. in them. So, like, you can grab onto somebody and, Ooh. like, and make like them poke. bleed if you po- if you poke really hard. This, you don't have to poke that hard. Why is it? I'm just I'm just, ima- it? I'm just imagining slowly running my hand down someone's back with that. Right I'm now. imagining Spider Man, like just yes. stick into the wall. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically a little tax in it, and I thought that was kind of interesting. interesting. Not only sensationally, but like it's like a Wartenberg wheel, like mm. you know the the wheels that are used in you know BDSM kind of stuff all the yeah. time to kind of arouse that kind of skin reaction. This would be similar to that, except for like if you press really hard, they could probably drop. You blood. could probably yeah. Um, Good self defense oh, weapon. And finally, last but not least, I found some fangs. Um, you can oh, actually order your own fangs, and if they're like attached correctly, you could probably bite down pretty hard. No, I uh, I knew a guy, and he I, I I've actually thought about him a lot this episode because you he, knew a guy. No, I know a guy. I know I know a guy well. He's a friend. Asking for a friend. He goes to the horror movie cons. He's one of those like dudes who we uh, we all enjoy horror movies. He's like a dude who like. Who like makes lives. vampire adventures for a living? Well, and he bought he bought the. He's the guy teeth. who knows the actor who plays Jason Voorhees. Sweet. He uh, <laughs> and probably has a picture with that actor, and he looks sad in a little booth. Um, he does look sad because he was kicked off the movies. Anyways, uh, he bought vampire teeth. There's you can there's a place I think you can even send your a mold of your teeth to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and they and, and they, they send create you, some dentures. It, like you can use, you can yeah. eat with them or. Murder somebody with? Oh, jeez! I'm sure in in the history Chuck of the United Taylor. States, someone has murdered another person with fake vampire teeth. With some with some china in their mouth, or ivory. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna kill a lady, you might as well kill an elephant too. You know, I mean, or okay. man. Let's not forget that one guy from Florida, as they always are. Um, <laughs> so far, way off the face. Uh, yeah, he ate off oh, the, the face of some lady while he was on bath salts. I don't think Jeez. that was sexual. He actually, I don't think it was no. sexual. He, he wasn't on bath salts. That's a that's a misnomer. <gasps> he was on weed. What? <laughs> what kind of weed was he on? He Holy was crap! On regular weed. He was weed on make he any was man schizophrenic or something. Either. Yeah. He, there, no, he the weed made him schizophrenic. Yeah. The weed made. Yeah. Okay. Ruth Madlis. I'm a misinformation no. agent. I'm he a loose was, cannon. He was on. He had mental issues. It yeah. wasn't. Oh, okay. It wasn't bath salts. He was. He was actually just high and schizophrenic. Well, that's what I've got in terms of shopping things. Of course, you can find needles and razor blades. Uh, last yeah. notes. Uh, I, I wanted to say we've made two jokes about schizophrenia, and I don't mean to, to mm-hmm. shame folks with mm-hmm. that mental Only disorder. Uh, Richard Chase and uh, Face Eater from from Florida. Yeah. Uh, you know, not everyone with schizophrenia is a crazy murderer, and True. the word "crazy" is probably offensive. So, schizophrenia mm-hmm. is a mental disorder. Blah blah blah. Yeah, you're fine. You'll be okay. You listen to this show, so you're cool. Mm-hmm. Make sure to take your medicine. Get it tested. That was a little offensive. What? It's true. Oh, I was talking about like get your blood tested before you play. <laughs> and if you're schizophrenic and happen to enjoy blood play, you know. Or if you're not schizophrenic and this blood is play. a hot mess. Let's move on to the final portion of our show, which is the FDI. Thank you. Oh, fucking dick inside. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just had a flash of that Intel inside, like little logo. Um, 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 this is fucking, fucking dicks, dicks inside. inside. Jeez. <laughs> oh lordy, uh, Christ on a cracker. All right. 
Um, Federal dick investigators. Probably, that joke's probably been done yeah, at least once. I think I, mean, I did that one. I, right. have a, I have a pecker inspector badge. That's fun. Uh, pecker. As always, the FDI kind of gets split into different things. I'm going to go first and uh, yes. You already said. No, but I've got several things to say. Okay. Simulated blunt play is a one. Unless you feel like the indulging yourself in the fetish makes you feel like you might hurt someone, mm-hmm. in which case you should seek therapy, if only because you think you might hurt someone. Uh, buffalo wings <laughs> and uh, and red wings, as we talked about. Um, this is like it's never really mentioned on the show, but if something has a one on the FDI, I think it's perfectly safe to do it with the total stranger. And mm-hmm. I'm going to introduce this new thing. If something's relatively safe, but you probably shouldn't do it with a stranger, that's like a two. I don't think you should ever do any kind of sex thing with a stranger. What about sex? I really think you need to trust whoever you're sleeping yeah. with. Yeah. <laughs> no matter I'm what. a trusting person. I think having sex with a stranger is <laughs> you know what? And, and if you trust them, that is that is a choice you make. And I am going to be behind you all the way. I would still just give Buffalo Wings and Red Wings a two, which is just playing with menstrual blood. Mm-hmm. And the only, the only reason it is a two is because there should be some mild hygiene concerns and communication. You've got to be careful about swallowing. Yes. Uh, yeah, you don't want too much iron. And, uh, fi- and also, I heard a rumor that if you drink too much, the egg will reconstruct itself in your stomach and then travel down to your penis and get impregnated. Now you're a pregnant boy because you drank too much yeah. menstrual blood. It's just like Junior. <laughs> Is that how you gain extra eggs if you're like, uh, a girl playing with girls? Yeah, if you need to gain extra eggs, just collect menstrual blood and just <laughs> I'm put it back up inside you. Why this has become a Deadpool comic. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, fine. Finally, we're not that irreverent. I would not give blood play a five just because that means it's banned. But this is like the highest a four can be, like almost like asphyxiation to the point that you really need to do your homework. This is a fetish. That, and you know what? Go off and be excited about it and do it. And it's great. And make sure your partner's into it. Safe, sane, consensual, all that. But actually like watch the three hour YouTube videos and practice on the vegetables because, uh, Improvised blood play? That's a five. Yeah, that sounds terrifying. Also, ask your partner if they really are okay with needles before you play with needles. Because that's scary. I feel and like also, that goes without saying, though. Like, yeah. It's the whole consent aspect of yeah. it. I'm going to okay. say... Oh. Oh. Like, poke, like, poke it with the needle. <laughs> Weren't there... Real, like, that, that stuff's fun. That's good stuff. But, like... Oh, no, just no. Once you're like penetrating my skin with like a thing in, intended for me to like bleed, like just no, that's not cool. That's all right. Um, because then I just passed right the heck out. Um, yeah. Were you gonna say your FDI? Yeah, I, you were talking. I wasn't sure if you were gonna go. <gasps> so I mostly agree with Tommy on everything. Thank uh, you. Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, not my favorite wing <laughs> joint, but uh. Yeah, it's uh, it only gets a one. The Red Wing, I, I don't know. Red Wing seems like even less than a one. Just seems like you know something. That there is no such thing as less than a one. One is just sex. You you have given stuff a non applicable non applicable is not a zero. Yeah. Then what is a zero? <laughs> it's a no, undefined number. Zero, zero doesn't even zero. exist. Then what is non applicable? You can apply it to the scale. Yeah. So a zero? No. No. On the redness to greenness spectrum of apples, this is an orange. That's what you're saying. That's what not applicable means. Yeah, it's not a- apple. 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 
<laughs> Thank you. Thank you. For red wings, it's a zero. No. <laughs> it's an orange. Fine, it's a 0. 0.5. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, for simulated, uh, yeah, no, that, that seems like a one. I imagine someone getting like one to like the like ketchup bottles and just like... The Heinz Automo? Yeah. Just squirting Ooh. it around. Just... Nom nom. But then it gets, <laughs> it's one of the like glass bottles, so it gets stuck at the bottom and you have to you gotta, pop you gotta it. jack it out. Yeah. <laughs> Which then you have to be careful because... So it's as yeah. higher than a one. Yeah, so it's a five. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so yeah, that's a one. And uh, for actual blood play, I would actually put it at a five. Mm. You, you'd lock it away and say, no, you shouldn't do this? Yes. Okay. I don't think you should do that. I think it is like asphyxiation. Uh, there's not there. You can't define it as safe. You can only define it as safer. Mm-hmm. That uh, you you cannot have a more risky practice. Absolutely, yeah. I would say this is safer than asphyxiation play. I but, think that it, but like asphyxiation, you cannot say that if asphyxiation, no matter how many precautions you take, is safe. No, it, you can take precautions to make it safer, but it is still not. Mm-hmm. You're not right. able to define it as safe. You are completely I'm... right, and you can only make it safer. But with that said, there are a lot of folks who are who self mutilate, which again is not something you should ever be doing. You can cut the human body safely. I think there is a safe way to do it. I just don't know how recommended it is. But I, I think, especially using that medical background, cutting at the fatty parts of the body, avoiding sweat, treating a wound. Yeah, it's still dangerous, and you're only making it safer. But there's reason enough that it's at a four, not a five. But that's for me, and not for you. Mm-hmm. Difference of opinion is everything. Five. Different strokes for different folks. Different pokes for different folks. Capillaries folks still works. Folks. I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say that um, I highly encourage um, getting tested before doing anything with blood. Um, I'm a big fan of STD testing in general. So get tested with you and your partner long before uh, you ever decide to engage in this. Also establish a pretty like airtight code of trust and like conduct in a safe word before participating in a lot of this stuff as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, That said, um, as for the old Buffalo wings and red wings, I'm going to encourage this. I'm going to say this is a positive like three. This This is awesome. Like this is a thing you should try. There's there's a positive side of the FDI now. Yeah. No no no. There's the, the, no no no. That that's never been a thing because that that implies kink shaminess. What that is is that is a three. That is something you're interested in. Okay. I'm gonna say it's a one. Fetish recommendation index. Yeah. Right. FRI. <laughs> Ooh, I want. Up there with fries. balloons. I'm gonna, Four recommend, stars. I'm gonna recommend balloons and exercise balls. Um, but like. <laughs> Uh, I don't but know. Not okay, popping. so yeah, no, I'm a non-popper. Um, but I think that I would give that part of it a one. Um, in terms of like actual like jumping into like cutting other people um, and drawing other people's blood, um, as long as it's consensual, I still would give it up there in the three to four range. Um, and then if you're just downright like, I don't know. I don't know. I just I want to put this as a four. Mm. If you get hard from watching someone bleed, yeah, that's you be might careful with that. You might want to talk to somebody. Um, but other than that, I think it's. I mean, largely. Oh, I'm all about that. Like blood lube. Like, yeah, if that's a thing. If you're really into blood, and you want to play with blood. Get the lube. There's the like, blood lube. It's, it's, it's a starter pack. <laughs> yeah, there you go. 
Um, simulated, I'm going to go ahead and say it's a one. Everything else is a four. Pending discussion, education, consent, and testing. Even Red Wings? Yep. Okay. I also think if we were to raise this as education on like how much you're Mm -hmm. able to imbibe of that, like blood is no blood is no silly business. Yeah, you don't play with that. I I also think if we were going to rate this like uh, the DSM does and do exclusive, preferred, and then whatever the last one is, Hmm. if it's exclusive, you cannot get a you cannot get aroused without blood. That think you might want to talk to some professionals. Yeah, I I think that uh, that's something that we should probably talk about incorporating into the FDI, because if this is, you know, something that you do once a year, once a month, Mm -hmm. once a day, it really becomes a different piece. It'll make a difference, Because I can honestly say that, like, once a year, you go to, like, a fetish ball and really want to do some crazy shit, who gives a shit? Who cares? As long as you're being safe about it, safe, sane, and consensual. But if this is, like, a bi-weekly thing, you're Mm -hmm. doing this all the time, you are going to start running into a lot more risks with exposure. Mm-hmm. Exposure and also, like, I, I would imagine that would be really bad on your health. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that the FDI should actually start, while not, like, incorporated into the score itself, but maybe frequency should be a part of every discussion. Right. Makes sense. Or, yeah, we could talk about, like, the DSM, exclusive, mm-hmm. preferred, and whatever the last one is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One that just basically spices up the relationship. Yeah, I will say that's one reason why I wanted to bring back this this RAC. um acronym rack uh risk aware consensual kink. That's what my friends do. Like they're married, they're tested, like they're clean and so they can kind of play at their leisure, but they do so very carefully. But even though like that's what they're doing, it's kind of a they're aware of the consequences of this. Um, and it is consensual. They've like agreed to their certain like play parameters. So I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's pretty safe as long as you're in that kind of situation. But I don't yeah. feel like maybe that's that's very common. And uh, to kind of go out on a more serious note, I think one thing that's never been said in this show, and I always feel like I'm saying the obvious, but maybe there's something that needs someone needs to hear. But uh, just because someone consents to something doesn't necessarily mean it's in their best interest. And, uh, you know, using basic reasoning, you can tell if you're actually going to hurt someone. Because someone can volunteer for something or even ask you to do something that will ultimately hurt them. So part of consent is using sympathy, empathy, and logic to understand that maybe someone's consenting to something they shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. All right. Makes sense. Well, I have one last thing that I want to say. Oh, you got to sign up? If you are sensitive at all to gore or anything, do not look up what Richard Chase did. Oh, my goodness. Or do. No reason that that should have been brought up. Do not go and look into what he did. It is very disturbing. Don't kink shame me. Richard Chase is my kink. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's also terrifying. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> probably I, a five. Feel, yeah, I, that's, that's a fiver. <laughs> I don't feel a, lo- a little bit bad about saying that. <laughs> Dana, everyone's had some late last notes. you got to have one. All right. Um, I want to mention my recent discovery of a new uh, technique for a job well done. <laughs> Yay. Bring <laughs> it on a, down. So I'm, a... ly- I'm lying there, and I've got I've got blood all over my body from cuts <laughs> in the ribs. And everyone came, like, five times, and it was awesome. Okay. We're all so... wearing our Phantom of the Opera masks. Yes. We're in the White House. You're, exhaust- and Bill. You're exhausted because it's been, like, six hours. Got my fangs oh, on. Oh, man. Chris, are you at six hours? now like you used to be at three hours now yeah, no, I'm a servant's washing the blender Damn, that stamina oh, yeah, though it's a mess the blender 
Okay. Okay. So something I discovered in the deepest pits of filth um, that I could find that you purchased. <laughs> no, um, that I could find on the internet. Uh, this amazing thing called the ball koozie. Um, I think that we could actually like invent something. Like, okay, you know those drinks that have the straw that goes to the bottom of the yeah. like you like it's for kids. Like you put milk or something in it and you can like sip it. Anyways. Or like the little bowls like- that you fill with cereal that have the straw on the side. Yes, exactly. Um, I think that we should come up with these and just like call them, like produce them and sell them as ball koozies. But uh, a ball koozie is post sex. What? Um, huh? Right, what is this? You a got play sidetracked on? by your own idea that has the same name as the thing you're introducing. Oh wait, so this is a technique. Okay. This is a reward for a job well done. Post sex, uh, you can place your testicles in a mug of nice warm water while a playmate blows bubbles into the mug using a straw. <laughs> What if they drink the water? I feel like that would feel... I mean, I mean, they probably I already have, had your dick in their mouth, yeah. so, so it's no big deal. I don't I have those parts, so. but I'd imagine that would feel very nice. Doesn't sound like it would feel bad. I know. It doesn't sound like it would feel great, though. Your balls are very sensitive to temperature, so that's true. It, it has, it has right. to be, like, the perfect temperature. That's, that's yeah. it. Like, you do, you make sure it's, like, a nice temperature. Not a hot, not a cold. Why don't you just take a nice full bath? bath? Yeah, you can't have mom fair, pop fair. Because you can't... You can't <laughs> what? <laughs> Cause just you right. Oh, because one person you gotta with have one that baby straw, bear dick. Yeah, one person that's with what one I was uh, leaving left out. Possibly jacuzziify a whole tub. So this is just just just, it's just a little something. Just a little, yeah. So is this something you came up with, or is this something that is on this thing that you're holding? It's apparently. a thing. It's a thing that I read about, and I was like. That is a cute notebook. Okay, thing. that's cool. That's a notebook. Yes, I thought it was a book too. I thought it was a book filled with random sex stuff. No. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's a perfect it's, gift for it's Dana. It's about to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I I thought you were reading this off from like a book that was like, here's what a ball koozie is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I was, I thought it was gonna be like a beer koozie for your balls. <laughs> no, it's a ball koozie. <laughs> like, it's That'd like be a, a torture device. It's a ball no, it's koozie. like a jacket you put on your balls when it's cold out. Oh, <laughs> a sock. Well, <laughs> I've had fun tonight. My name is Rob Pounds. Life is short by the shoes. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, auto assassination. No, no, that's, that's, no, no, that's, that's, no, spoiler. that's all spoiler for this alert. week. Thanks for joining us for uh, Kinkcast. Definitely check out one of our other podcasts, all available through Exuvo Media. Yay. Bye.